Hello! Belly up to my bar. Let's chat NFL stuff. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. I was at ESPN for 10 years. I've been in the media here for a good 13 or 14. I was with the Browns for a season as a scout. I did college recruiting for almost four years, three years at Pitt, and almost a full year at Akron as a director of football operations. And now I talk to you, and I love it. Um, a couple moves since we convened last, about 24 hours ago. The Lions signed Sylvester Williams and Luke Wilson with two L's. Um, they're not massive signings, but I do think they're noteworthy. The Williams one is noteworthy mostly to me because it kind of reaffirms my strong suspicions that... Patricia with the Lions is going to ask out of his tackles to be, his defensive tackles, to be big-bodied guys. You know, Malcolm Brown, Alan Branch. They just traded for Shelton up in New England. And I think that, um, you know, he probably would have liked to brought Nada back. But Williams isn't quite the massive dude they are. He moves a little better than some of those guys. Um, and he's not quite as good either, to be honest with you. But he fits that mold. I mean, he's more nose tackle than he is, you know, upfield penetrator, that's for sure. So I do think that's what they're looking for there. Luke Wilson, to me, is a good player. Uh, they just moved on from Ebron, and we'll get to that one in a minute. But Wilson, I look at Wilson and think of him as a really high-end number two tight end. And there's not a ton of great tight ends in the league right now, or quality tight ends. There's a little bit of a shortage going on. And some of the most talented guys are really young and unproven. Um, I look at Wilson and think he's certainly a better blocker than Ebron, although Ebron got a little better as that as the, game, as the season went on. Um, more of an inline guy. I mean, Ebron is really a big receiver, to be honest with you. Wilson is a traditional tight end who I think is one of those jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none, a B-minus grade in every category, basically. C-plus, B-minus, B type of grade in everything. Doesn't fail any any uh, subject. Doesn't get an A in any subject. But he's good. He's going to see a lot of snaps for them. And, you know, are they going to be able to add a tight end in the draft? Probably not. They have so many other needs. So I would think he'll be their guy. Which brings me to Ebron with the Colts. I really like this move. And, you know, this is going to... Remember who's running this team now. You know, I mean, this is Frank Wright coming over from the Eagles. And they used a lot of multiple tight end sets. And I think Ebron's going to be his Trey Burton. And even Ertz was more of a move tight end than an inline guy. But Doyle's in place, and Doyle's really good. But I still think Ebron probably plays 60-70% of his healthy snaps, something like that. And again, he's more Anquan Bolden, Marquise Colston than he is Gronk or an inline type guy. But I think with a good mind like Reich, you know, to move him around all over the place, as well as their offensive coordinator who comes from the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers have a pretty good history of using tight ends. And with Luck's mind... To move Ebron, I don't think he's going to line up next to the tackle on the line of scrimmage. I mean, like, never. But move him all over the place, put him in motion, quick-hitting routes, use his athleticism, use him near the goal line. 
They need all the receivers they can get. So I like that pickup for the Colts. Colts also signed Ryan Grant, who was last seen with Washington almost with the Ravens. And we didn't talk about this, but and I don't know it to be fact, but it sure seems to me that when Grant was signed by the Ravens, a bunch of us went, holy smokes, did they pay a lot of money for what's at best a number two receiver? And the Colts could use a number two, a number three receiver. I mean, besides Hilton, their wide receiver, you know, besides Rodgers and Hilton, but Hilton's really their only guy. The wide receiver position is very barren in Indianapolis. So he's in a, he's going to help. I mean, not as much as Ebron, in my opinion, but he's a nice pickup too. But going back to the Ravens, you know, they signed him to a big deal early in free agency, and a lot of us went, whoa, dude, that is a lot of money. That's desperate. And then when Crabtree becomes available, oops, Grant failed his physical. Even though he played all 17 games last year, and apparently he tweaked his ankle in week 17, but he played through it. I mean, is that ankle shot now all of a sudden? I don't know. It's just suspicious, and I hate that it does happen, but it does happen in the league where teams will do those type of things, and poof, all of a sudden that money goes to Crabtree. And if I were them, I'd rather have Crabtree too, but... I mean, that's kind of a crappy thing to do to the player, that's for sure. Uh, they also signed two offensive linemen since we got together. So it's been a big Colts day, I guess. Um, they signed Muhort back, who I think is a really good player. I mean, not a great player, but I think he's a darn good player. As a guard, came in the league as a tackle, pretty high pick. He's had some injuries, but they're going to know his situation better than anyone else, you know, from a medical standpoint. And when he's out there, I think he's... You know, one of the best 20, 25 guards in the league. Something like that. I mean, he's a good player. And they need those guys. I mean, they don't have as much... They don't have a lot on the line. It's not as bad as you think, though, too. I mean, the line's not the worst in the league. They also had a Matt Slauson, though, who could probably play all three interior spots. Has played a lot of snaps in this league. Quality dude. He's had some injuries, too. Probably a declining player. But that's kind of what you're going to get in free agency right now. And he's... If right, probably a starter for the Colts. I mean, they may have started, they may have signed their starting two guards yesterday. If it works out, I mean, that's maybe a little wishful thinking. And Kelly returns at center, Costanzo at left tackle. Now, now all of a sudden, it's not a nightmare. And again, I like the two receiver pickups the Colts made as well. All right, a few other moves to discuss. Um, Terrell Pryor just came across is uh, down to the Jets or the Seahawks. I'm still sort of a believer in him. I think he's worth taking a risk on. Both those teams make perfect sense. Um, he'd be a good complement to Baldwin and Lockett for sure. And I look at the Jets' pass catchers and pretty much think they need anything they can get. And he's certainly a compliment, a different style than a Robbie Anderson who's in trouble. So, okay. I can get that. I can get behind that. I promised you Stuller fans that I would talk Morgan Burnett. And I talked about ad nauseum around here yesterday in Pittsburgh. I love this signing for the Steelers. Um, he's smart. He's experienced. But I don't think he's old or nearing the end. Better, strong than free. Very good tackler, which their safeties were not last year. He's another one that I think can do everything well. 
He's better against the run than any of their safeties were last year. And tackling, as I said, and leadership and communication. That's something that was lacking, too. They blew a lot of coverages last year, and they have a lot of young guys there. So I think that's a positive influence. Um, Okay, Blitzer. Uh, Okay in man coverage against tight ends and running backs. Probably best in zone. Probably best near the line of scrimmage. I think he can line up on the second level. And I think we'll see more dime from the Steelers and big nickel from the Steelers. Um, obviously, Shazier's a problem. They're not as strong on the second level as they would like. So maybe you, ha- you put a Burnett you know, in, in a, quote, linebacker role. So I like that a lot. And I think what's going to happen, and I think I mentioned this to you before, but Cameron Sutton, their third-round pick last year, they really like, and he flashed a lot. I think he's going to move to free safety, and I think he's going to be quite good at it. He's very um, football intelligent. He played some, lined up at safety at the Senior Bowl. He was a team captain at Tennessee. He's physical. Uh, he could be that McCourty Jenkins type where he might walk down and play the slot. That's as that's absolutely something the Steelers have not had from their free safeties of late. You know, Ryan Clark and Mike Mitchell didn't do those type of things. Um, so there might be a transition there, but I think when it's said and done, Burnett will be the strong, Sutton will be the free, Davis will kind of be the joker, dime, big nickel guy, and this is a somewhat of a demotion to him, in my opinion. He was a strong last year, and I still think they draft the guy in the second, third round. So that, if that, that foursome is your safety crew, I think the what was a, a weakness a year ago now becomes... Something in the positive column for the Steelers. Um, Two other little notes here that aren't signings, but it looks like I had mentioned that the Browns really are going to have a tough time finding a Joe Thomas replacement. And obviously he's he's not a replaceable player. He's a Hall of Famer. There's going to be a crazy drop-off. But they're not going to take a tackle at four. They're not going to take one at one. Maybe a move from 4 to 15 and take Connor Williams, something like that. That's a possibility. Um, or you take a second-round flyer on a tackle, see how it works out. But they're not going to find the answer probably right now. I mean, it just doesn't really set up for them that well. Their other needs look like they'll be addressed easier. Um, Sean Coleman is going to get the first try. He's going to move now to left tackle. And he's a pretty good athlete, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of curious to watch how this works out. I mean, uh, I don't think it's going to be a raging success, but maybe he'll be able to do it. He has the body type, the decent athleticism. If that's your only weak link on the line, I think their interior is going to be quite good. Hubbard's a pretty solid right tackle. You can help him a lot, you know, or he holds on the, you know, fights with a guy that you draft in the second round, like I said, something like that. Um, last note here is Namakong Su, and he's certainly taking his sweet time. Um, he canceled a visit, and I know this isn't the case, but it seems like he's been in L.A. with the Rams all week. You know, oh, Sue's spending another day with the Rams. Yesterday I mentioned how the Rams don't have any cap space at all, but you can always maneuver things, and we know how that works. I'm just smitten with the idea of Sue next to Donald, though. Holy cow. I mean, that's all I can think about. And I know there's other teams in the in the, the bargain here, and I think he'd be a great get for anybody. The Saints really come to mind as 
whew, that might take that defense up a huge notch. I know Seattle's interested. Um, the Raiders were the team that he canceled the visit for. You know, he was supposed to be in Oakland as we speak and decided against it, which usually that means, you know, you read the tea leaves that he's got it narrowed down to a team or two or he's ready to sign with the Rams and he's just figuring out the, the dollars and cents of it all. If that happens, though, I mean, Sue and Donald next to each other. That's all. I just keep saying that over and over. I think on the Lockdown NFL podcast in the last two or three days, I've said, Sue and Donald next to each other ten times, something like that. I think I say it in my sleep, too. So that's all I got for today. Uh, tomorrow will be Twitter Tuesday. So get your tw- get your tweets into me now. I'm sure we have a lot of questions to go over. We have not had Twitter Thursday. Did I say Twitter Tuesday? What's wrong with me? We have not had Twitter Thursday in a while. Um, so I'm sure you guys have some stuff you're anxious to talk about. So that's the plan for tomorrow. See you.